0: no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details all right here we go glad to have you here on the radio show if you're watching the cable news channels i have them on in my studio here and uh a lot of us are just doing wall-to-wall coverage of the commemorations for September the 11th, 22 years ago today, uh, uh, the attacks on the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and, of course, that uh, Flight 93 that went down in the field in Pennsylvania, uh, and a lot of moments of silences are happening happening right now, and uh, no, still no footage. I haven't seen footage of the attacks on September the uh, 11th. Uh, why is that? I don't know. Is it important to show that? I think... It doesn't hurt to remind us. um, It just takes us back to that moment of, wow, I remember how awful that was. And you can hear the audio, but when you uh, couple some of this audio that is – I am playing this morning, couple some of the audio with the harsh reality of – uh, being in the building, uh, when you see those planes crash, it is uh, some stunning, stunning stuff. So anyway, good to have you here on the radio show. If you want to uh, jump in at any time, a couple of ways to do so. Uh Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. Jimmy Lakey at iHeartMedia.com. If you got to be in your bonnet burr in your saddle, feel free to jump in, um, 866-888-5449. But again, this date, September the 11th, 2001, 22 years ago um the, the course of modern history and i said it, it's the 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 choices and the policies that began in america on this day 22 years ago really are still having their fallout today um, a lot of um uh, the withdrawal of afghanistan uh, that has plagued joe biden in the in the in the polling numbers ever since it happened all of that was still happening because of why because of a mentality that developed uh, after September the 11th, and uh, we were just going to, I guess, have an endless war in the Middle East, which I think was inappropriate. But uh, again, foreign policy will be reviewed and what happened and uh, you know, you got to go into battle. I think you go into, we won, we're done, okay, we're out, don't ever do it again. And instead, we instead, we uh, two decades stayed engulfed in uh, places that we probably had no business being in my opinion. All right. Here is the here's what kind of setting the pace of what happened 22 years ago today. Uh, this is from a Netflix series called Turning 911 and the War on Terror. Again, Turning Point 9-11 and the War on Terror. This is, uh, again, 22 years ago today. Go ahead. What a beautiful Tuesday morning it was. The sky was clear, it was blue, not a cloud in the sky. They call it Severe Clear. About eight o'clock, American Flight 11 was fully fueled. It was bound for Los Angeles. It left Boston Logan Airport. This is Boston, I turned American 20 left and I was in a clam. He will not respond to me now. Looks like he's turning right. Traffic controllers lost contact, but the hijackers used the Hudson River as its guide down to New York City. What is your name? Okay, my name is Betty Ong. I'm number three on flight 11. The cockpit's not answering. Somebody's stabbed in business class. I think there's mace that we can't breathe. I, I don't know. I think we we'll are getting in high First class, galley flight attendant and our purser's been stabbed. And we can't get a cockpit. The door won't open. Uh, somebody's calling medical and we can't get a stop. And that's how it started. Those were calls from the flight attendants trying to reach down to uh, uh, the ground and say, hey, something's going on here. And of course, uh, none of those flight attendants were heard from again after that fateful day 22 years ago. i've got so much audio here i don't want to don't want to be repetitive but it's so important that you hear it uh here is my friends the a longer version of one of the very first 911 calls from the september 11th attack i played it earlier in the six o'clock hour but this is uh again a person calling up and the operator says sit tight sit tight and stay right there uh it's clear just how confused everybody was in the situation but people in the towers above where the planes hit weren't that panic because they didn't realize they were in any danger and so they're like, hey a, a plane hit us below, we just can't get out, I'll just sit tight, we'll get to you. <clears throat> and that never happened. Here we go, this is a, one of the very first 911 calls uh, 22 years ago today. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm on the 106th floor of the uh, World Trade Center, we just had an explosion on the like 105th floor. The 106th floor? Yes, it's fire, smoke. We have it, it's, um... We have... Hold on, let me connect you with a fire, okay? Up here, we can't get down the stairs. Yeah, there's smoke and we had got about 100 people up here. Sit tight. Do not leave, okay? There's a fire or an explosion or something in the building. All right, I want you to stay where you are. Yes, Check. see the smoke coming up from outside the windows? Just keep the windows open. If you can open up windows and just sit tight, it's going to be a while because there's a, a fire going on downstairs. We open the windows unless we break okay just sit tight all right just sit tight we're on the way all right please hurry yeah please hurry and uh they obviously uh sat tight and uh that was it uh this is a shock one of the reasons we kind of go through this every year and i think it's important to commemorate september the 11th is because sadly uh in our public schools and in our families we don't oftentimes teach lessons of history and history is a is something that if you uh, the old adage goes if you don't learn from history you will be doomed to repeat it uh this is the television show tmz anybody know tmz it's that kind of a tabloid show uh, this was like only six years after the 9-11 attack, like uh, 2007, uh, TMZ went to a club and asked some random club goers questions about celebrities. And then they asked questions about the September the 11th terrorist attack, uh, sadly, but I guess not surprisingly, even just a few years after the September the 11th attack, uh, the club goers to know a lot more about the celebrities than they did about the recent attacks in the nation's biggest tragedy, definitely in their lifetime. And if, if if American youth and young adults were this ignorant just five or six years past the uh, the 9 11 uh, uh, attacks, how dumb are they now? That ought to frighten all of us. And uh, let me play uh, this is again uh, TMZ's audio uh, trying to talk to clubgoers and say, do you know what 9 11 was? And uh, this is just four or five, six years later after the event, and here's what they heard. What year were the September 11th attacks? That's um, uh, the tourist attack of September 11th is Iraq. September, okay. Tourist attack? What year were it? what year yeah, was the? I'm thinking back, hold no, on. 2005? Oh, five? Five? What year were the September 11th attacks? The eleven what? what year were the September 11th attacks? I actually got married on September 11th. 2002. 2002, I think. 2002. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it? It's possibly it's 2001. Is it? Yeah. What year were the September 11th attacks? It depends who you're talking about. It depends who I'm talking about? Yeah. So what year were the September 11th attacks? Well, it doesn't really matter. What year were the September 11th attacks? September 11th what? Uh Yeah, uh, that was just a few short years after the attacks. Can you imagine uh, what our college youngsters know about September the 11th now, I am guessing uh, for many of them, uh, especially when we're to the public schools, not all that good. Let me play some other tragic audio because I, I think it's important we never forget. Uh, this is the voice of a woman named Melissa Doy, Doi, D-O-I. Uh, she tells the operator that she, she called 911 911 on the, from the uh, September 11th attacks in the World Trade Centers. Uh, she tells the operator that she's running out of air because there's so much smoke in the room. I want you to listen closely. It's very hard to make out, but Melissa ends the conversation with these tragic words. I'm going to die, aren't I? Uh, This audio was first played at the sentencing trial of a September 11th conspirator, Zachariah Moussaoui. Uh, It was played in 2006 at his trial, and we grabbed the audio from the Fox report uh, from that same time in 2006 from the trial. Uh, it may be hard to hear her, but this is Melissa Doy uh, coming to realization while she's talking to 911 uh, that uh, she's probably not going to make it. Listen closely. It's tough to hear. It's very hot. I see. I don't see okay. any air anymore. Okay. All I see is smoke. Okay, dear. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Stay calm with me. Stay calm. Now, Please. Listen, listen. The call is in. I'm documented. I'm going to let those Hold on one second, please. I'm going to die, aren't I? Uh, She said, I'm going to die, aren't I? Uh, And unfortunately, that was the truth. That was the truth. Uh, Now, now, I'll give you a little bit different take on September the 11th. Uh, There were a lot of things that uh, happened on September the 11th that were not necessarily bad. Uh, but, uh, can you imagine your birthday or your wedding anniversary it was on September the 11th? Uh, that for a while was very tough. There's the artist Moby. Uh, he turned 46 just yesterday and he said it took 10 years before he could finally celebrate his birthday on September the 11th. Here he is talking about it. Uh, he just couldn't do it. Uh, so 10 years before he could celebrate the B day. It's weird, because I was born in New York, and I lived about, I guess, a mile and a half away from the former Twin Towers. Um, And honestly, the first couple of years after September 11th, I felt like I couldn't celebrate my birthday on September 11th, but now it's been 10 years, and a lot of New Yorkers, like, I think we grieved for a while, but it happened a while ago, so I think it's, it's sort of like we've sort of left the grieving behind. We left the grieving behind. Uh, All right, some good news here. A total of, well, this is not good news. A total of 2,792 people died in the World Trade Center attacks. 184 people, innocent people, died in the Pentagon attack, including those on the plane. And 40 people died in that plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, brought down by the passengers. Uh, But some fun things I guess you can celebrate on this September the 11th. 69 years ago today, 1954, Ah, uh, the Miss America pageant made its network television debut, and Miss California was Leanne Merriweather. She was crowned the winner. Winner Lee Merriweather uh, went on to play a Catwoman in the nineteen sixty six movie version of Batman. Uh, the TV series that's sort of the incomparable Adam West. But yeah, the Miss America pageant debuted sixty nine years ago today, nineteen fifty four, September the eleventh. Uh, 56 years ago, listen to this. This is an interesting one. One of my favorite all time, uh, comedy shows, the Carol Burnett show, uh, debuted 56 years ago today in 1967, it ran for 11 season and won 25 primetime Emmy awards. Uh, A lot of people forget all these things that happened on September the 11th because uh, it's all about the the, the attack on America. Uh, In 1974, which is 49 years ago, uh, A Little House on the Prairie debuted, starring Michael Landon and Melissa Gilbert. That debuted, and uh, all the fall schedules started coming out, so that's why all these shows debuted. In 1981, uh, some of you might remember this. Nancy Reagan said, quote, the White House really badly, badly needs China. So uh, Nancy, and not not like China, not like the country, like dishes, right? Uh, so Nancy Reagan went out and spent $200,000 of tax dollars on new dishes. So that happened 42 years ago. Uh, 1987, uh, while a tennis tournament ran overtime, Dan Rather stormed off the set of the CBS Evening News. Uh, the tennis coverage ended, and Rather was nowhere to be found. Uh, so the network actually went black for six minutes because Dan Rather uh, got his um, his uh, drawers in a bunch because they had gone overtime and they were interfering with him. A couple of more things. Uh, 1987, Lauren Green started Badanza and Battlestar Galactica and a bunch of... out. Al- Alpo dog food commercials passed away from pneumonia on this date in 1987. Uh, Anybody remember the the old uh, glam rock cherry pie song by Warrant? That was released on their second album in 1990, by again, the band Warren. So other things did actually happen on September the 11th, but it's so fitting that we commemorate uh, the things that um, uh, happened on September the 11th, 2001, a day that shall live in infamy here in America. All right, lots of emails coming in. Lakey, uh, I wish you wouldn't talk about sports so much. Uh, well, I, I think... Colorado's going to be the center and the crosshairs of the uh, of the sports all week long this week, and I think it's a very fair topic. And I think I'm I, I think I'm right to scold the corny huskers out there uh, for standing on the Colorado Buffalo. Never ever ever give the other team. A locker room or a bulletin board material. And that is exactly what they, uh, what they did. All right. If you want to jump in, 866 5449, 866 5449. Now, after the September the 12th dates happened and America came together, there were a lot of conspiracy theories out there. A lot of folks still have conspiracy theories about what happened on 9 11. Uh, here's Rosie O'Donnell. On The View, I normally would not play Rosie O'Donnell uh, interview, but uh, an audio, because I know many of you just had breakfast. But I waited till later in the morning, so hopefully your breakfast has kind of settled. Rosie O'Donnell says she believes there was some sort of a conspiracy theory and that the towers were brought down by the inside job. A lot of folks still believe that. Uh, Here we go, Rosie O'Donnell. Do you believe in a conspiracy in terms of the attack of 9-11? No, but I do believe that it is the first time in history that fire has ever melted steel. I do believe that it defies physics for the World Trade Center Tower 7, Building Mm -hmm. 7, which collapsed in on itself. It is impossible for a building to fall the way it fell without explosives being involved. World Trade Center 7, World Trader 1 and 2 got hit by planes, 7, miraculously the first time in history. steel. Was melted by fire. It is physically impossible. And who do you think is responsible for that? I have no idea. But to say that we don't know that it imploded and it was an implosion and a demolition is beyond ignorant. Look at the films, get a physics expert here from Yale, from Harvard, pick the school. It defies Let's reason. Get one, Mike. Okay. I would me do it. Uh, you know, I'm no uh, scientist myself, and uh, I know a lot of friends and people that are out there that probably feel the same way that she does, it's and it's a conspiracy. I don't know much about that, but here's what I do know, that uh, isn't steel forged in fire? I well, mean, that's how they, uh, uh, anyway, uh, here's Louis Farrakhan. Uh, he says it's, uh, he said, uh, a little bit step further than Rosie O'Donnell, uh, he said, you ready? Uh, he said this was George W. Bush. He did it. Uh, they always do that. They, you know, uh, Donald Trump conspired with the Russians, and uh, L- uh, Louis Farrakhan said that George W. Bush brought down the Twin Towers. He probably was there planting dynamite in the towers himself. Louis Farrakhan uh, speaking at the Millions More March uh, back in 2005, saying that this was uh, George Bush's fault. When uh, America wanted the Spanish out of the Western Hemisphere, according to their belief in the Monroe Doctrine. Americans deliberately bombed a ship in the harbor of Havana, killing Americans to start a war with Spain. See, so when you have people who politically feel they get an advantage by killing people and blaming it on somebody else, then it makes us wonder what really happened to the Twin Towers. Uh, there you have it, the Grassy Knoll conspiracy theory, Louis Farrakhan and Rosie O'Donnell, both uh, on those. Uh, shortly after the uh, uh, September the 11th uh, attack on America. This portion of the program, Rocky Mountain Men's Clinic, is a proud sponsor of this show, and I'm so happy to get to tell all you fellows about them. Uh, guys, you know that if you've uh, suffered that moment of failure to perform the ED, erectile dysfunction, it's not just uh, a matter of uh, not getting to enjoy that moment. It's a matter of your... It's psychological. It hurts deep. Uh, you, uh, you feel frustrated. So you, a lot of guys end up in total depression. They end up avoiding intimacy because they don't want to be embarrassed like that they feel that and that ends up harming the relationship so it's very important guys that if you have suffered from the ed erectile dysfunction you got to reach out to rocky mountain men's clinic get uh, go see them a psat test a medically advised a test dose the test dose doesn't work your visit is free Five locations, Fort Collins, North Denver, Central Denver, Castle Rock, and Colorado Springs. Give a call, 720-440-7900, 720-440-7900, RockyMountainMen'sClinic.com. Everybody, stand by, Lakey on the radio, 600-KCOL. You know, when they study the history of September the 11th and the policies that began that day, uh, they they've they've carried out all the way through the Joe Biden administration. Uh, Twenty years later, and uh, again the withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, and that became, we basically got involved in endless wars in George W. Bush, and uh, they, he had a he had a part in that, and even Barack Obama had a part of that. Let me play some audio. This is just kind of showing again as students of history, it will be interesting as uh, we f- further down the road how uh, what happened on September the 11th, 2001, really has affected our foreign policy up until, as a matter of fact, Joe Biden, if you watch his approval ratings, uh, they really tank and have never really recovered from the withdrawal of Afghanistan. I think not because Americans wanted to be in Afghanistan, because it was just a bungled withdrawal and we left a lot of equipment there and uh, uh, didn't follow the right plan. And uh, the military advisor said, this is not how you do it, but this is how uh, the, uh, Biden chose to do that. But uh, this is how, th- go back to the uh, President Obama administration. Uh, he's at the official ceremony in Washington, D.C. in 2012 uh, to remember the victims of the September the 11th attack. So this is back 2012. And he talks here about how far we've come since then. And then in 2012, he said, by the end of 2014, uh, the longest war in our history will have ended and our fight with his Al Qaeda. It's not any not Islam or any other religion. Well, as you know, the uh, war in the Middle East and the war against al-Qaeda, quote, the Taliban, Iraq and Afghanistan continued well past 2014 with the final withdrawal happening under Joe Biden. So it is interesting that what happened 22 years ago uh, wasn't just something that uh, we remember that, but you've been affected by our kids, our military have been affected by uh, the policies that went into place. And hopefully, I'm not sure we do, but hopefully we've learned some lessons about those policies and how uh, dumb they were. Here we go uh obama speaking again may i play this only to let you hear that even in 2014 uh they knew this is a war that never ended and it um it, it still i mean it just ended honestly recently here we go obama speaking at the 2014 ceremony uh, 2012 ceremony today the war in iraq is over in afghanistan we're training afghan security forces and forging a partnership with the afghan people and by the end of 2014, the longest war in our history will be over. I've always said that our fight is with al Qaeda and its affiliates, not with Islam or any other religion. And yet, that war did not end in 2016. It it continued and continued. And final withdrawal from Afghanistan happened just uh, a couple of years ago, and that did not go over very well. So, again, just a perspective of history that uh, even if you were not born or uh, of age to remember what happened on September the 11th, uh, it has affected you and affected our country uh, in ways that uh, have affected you in your lifetime. All right, good to have you here. I've got some other stories of Tom Brokaw. Uh, I told you about my day. Uh, I just. Again, talk radio. And I want, I'll tell you more about that in the next segment of the show. And I ended up going on the radio that day, uh, September the 11th, 2001. I ended up getting on the radio. Now, my station that I was a talk show host had gone all syndicated national news. And I'm there waiting to do my show, and I can't do my show, and I'm just sitting there. Uh, I'm a talk show host. I'm a, a new talk show host. I wasn't had just gotten into the business. Uh, but I was ready to talk, and I couldn't. And then they, the station had another station, and I'll tell you about that. And they said, Jimmy, why don't you pop on? on the microphone uh for the next hour or so and just take calls on this other station and i did and it was really i have to say kind of bizarre it was not what i was expecting i'll give you the full details of that here in just a moment (laughs) it was not what i was expecting that is for darn sure but i did get on the radio that day and after i got on the radio i said okay i don't need to be on the radio can i go home i just want to go home and i did uh ladies and gentlemen You ever found yourself in a tragic situation of a... Uh, maybe a, a personal injury case and you're now fighting the insurance company maybe it's a car accident maybe something else uh, maybe somebody in your family has been was killed maybe there's a wrongful death situation listen you're taking on insurance companies at that point and you're just trying to get what is rightfully owed to you and the insurance companies aren't just signing out and handing out money that's why you got to have a big-time lawyer in your on your in your corner if you want the insurance companies to take you seriously you need to have a big-time lawyer like Dan Kaplis. Uh Dan Kaplis. He spent his entire life building a law firm where good people from all walks of life, without regard to their ability to pay, can get the elite level of legal representation that's usually reserved for the rich and the powerful at some big corporate law firm. Dan Kaplos takes on righteous injury cases on a percentage fee basis. This is a serious firm for serious cases. If you find yourself in that tragedy of a wrongful death situation with your family or a personal injury battle, get a big-time lawyer so that the insurance companies will take you seriously. Dan Kaplis, C-A-P-L-I-S, DanKaplisLaw.com, DanKaplisLaw.com. Let me say it again. Dan Kaplis, C-A-P-L-I-S, DanKaplisLaw.com. Reach out to him and be sure to tell him that Jimmy Lakey told you to call. Let me take this break. I'll come back and tell some more stories about my broadcast uh, that actually did happen on September the eleventh, two 2001. Not what I expected. Uh, it's, It's kind of humorous. Also, I've got some audio of other people talking about their broadcasting, how hard it was to be a broadcaster that day. Everybody stand by. Lakey on the radio, 600 KCOL. All right, suck it up, buttercup. Glad, glad to have you here on the show. It makes me sound like such a mean guy, right? I, I think I'm a very pleasant and fantastic fella, right? But no, I, they all these lighters say he's not responsible for what he says, all that stuff. Uh, a lighter note here, it's a, they did a poll of men out there, and 42% of men say they're not comfortable putting sunscreen on a male friend's back. I don't think I've ever been asked to put sunscreen on a male friend's back. But, yeah, I'm not necessarily down for that. I'm going to let somebody else handle that one. 42% say they're uncomfortable if they have to share a bed with a male friend. Well, of course. What do you think this is, um, elementary school? Uh, If you know a guy who would rather get a nasty sunburn or even risk getting skin cancer, the study says, uh, just because he doesn't want to ask another man to put sunscreen on his back. Who, who does these polls? I mean, why why? Hey, we had a poll about putting sunscreen on a man's back. <clears throat> in a recent poll, uh, they asked men and women if they'd be comfortable in a series of situations. One of them was applying sunscreen to a same-gender friend's back. Uh, man-to-man, woman-to-woman. 42% of men say that makes them feel real uncomfortable. Uh, technically, they didn't say they wouldn't do it. It was just uh, uncomfortable. 10% of women uh, say they would be bothered, but the rest of the women say, ah, no problem, I'll do that. Uh, here's a- some... <laughs> I don't know who decides to uh, uh, do this polling information. 42% of men say they feel uncomfortable having to share a bed with a male friend. Yes, true. Uh, 21% of women agree with a female friend. Uh, Girls like to do sleepovers and stuff, even as grown women. They they do weird. Anyway, 44% of men say they are, who does this? 44% of men say they'd be uncomfortable at a gay bar. Yes, uh, compared to 20% of women. 48% of men are uncomfortable crying in front of a male friend uh, compared to 18% of women. I was until I started going to Africa. Then the whole time I'm in Africa, I'm a mess. I, I'm a mess. I, my golf tournament tried to share some stories at the end of the golf tournament, and I'm tr- telling stories of kids, and I just can't get through to that, a little crack in my voice. Uh, so yeah, anyway. But I try not to. Anyway, 45% of men uh, say they're uncomfortable saying, I love you to a male relative, uh, compared to 17% of women. Not, not, that's not me. Uh, 17% of women, uh, of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend compared to 5% of women. Uh, 4% of men say they're just going to a restaurant with a, they're uncomfortable. What is this? 4% of men, uh, say they're uncomfortable with a, going to a restaurant with just a male friend? Now that's weird. I, I go go have some lunch with your buddies. Anyway, I don't know who decides to do these surveys, but that is an actual survey out there. So, um, um, yeah. Now, if you do ask me to put sunscreen on your back, I'm probably gonna see if we can find another option yeah that, that, I, I'm probably gonna find another option on that one but uh, yeah I yeah that I, I, yeah you gotta have another option besides me doing the sunscreen on your back if you're my buddy. All right, good to have you here on the radio show. My son uh, made a surprise appearance over the weekend. We didn't uh, announce it at the my uh, uh, charity golf event. Uh, the, until the morning of that uh, he had to do some football work, and because he's a red-shirted freshman, he was not on the travel squad for their away game, so he was able to do his morning workout on Friday, uh, do all he had to do for football. I put him on a plane and flew him right in and he um, we got him a ride over to the golf tournament so right about lunchtime award ceremony my son walked in everybody's happy to see river because according to the uh charities named after him river uh river's promise that's a promise i made to him so it's very important that he's there if possible and i didn't think he was going to be able to make it this year because he's playing football and college but this year it worked out perfectly fine and i'm not sure i'll be so lucky next year but it was great great to have him there well he spent one night at home and then i had to take him back to the airport on saturday And I asked him, I said, how was it sleeping in your own bed? And he said... It was really comfortable. Uh, I'm telling you, he he knew the joy of coming home. wasn't just seeing his old man, uh, wasn't just hanging out with friends and seeing friends. And all it was, he got to sleep in his own bed, and he thought that was just fantastic. You know why? We're both my son and I. Uh, I travel a lot. I get back home. I want to be in my bed. I it's a, I have a great mattress. Uh, we have different brands of mattress. But the bottom line is, every room at my house has, if it has a bed in it, you can sleep in. If it's a guest room or my room or my son's room. It, It's a bed for the sleep store of Fort Collins. And I'm telling you, they sell a better night's sleep. If you don't look forward to uh, getting in your bed and you don't look forward to uh, just getting the best night's sleep of your life, if you get a better night's sleep somewhere else besides your own bed, you probably need a new mattress. And I want to encourage you to do so. Uh, I had a friend tell me the other day, they said... um, they said, man, a mattress is expensive. I hadn't bought one in 12 years at my house or 15 years, I think it was, uh, but they're expensive. And I said, you know, you just told me you just bought the brand new uh, gadgets for your wrist, uh, the Apple Watch, and you did this. I, you just named all the things that you bought this week kind of as toys that probably all added up costs more than a mattress would. Listen, stop making excuses. Get a better night's sleep. Uh, your mattress is old. You know it's old and you've been putting this off. Stop putting it off, okay? Uh, go to the sleep store up for Collins. It's it's worth the drive from anywhere. They have all the major brands under one roof. It's not about just one brand. I sleep on a posh and lavish. My my son sleeps on a brand I've never heard of. I had to go look and see what it was when I get home. I I don't know, but it's a fantastic mattress. And uh, that's yeah, that was the first bed we bought from the Sleep Store for Collins, and I've been a uh, avid customer ever since. The Sleep Store up for Collins, fifty or so displays on the showroom floor. Try the adjustable base. I have an adjustable base on my bed, a split king, so each side adjusts individually, and it's fantastic. Go get a better night's sleep. The way you perform today is going to be tied into how how well you slept last night. The Sleep Store of Fort Collins, 3500 South College Avenue, east of the Trader Joe's and the Square Shopping Center, worth the drive from anywhere. So whether you're in Denver or Cheyenne or you're right there in Fort Collins or Loveland or Sterling, come on over. It's time for you to show uh, Steamboat Springs, come on down. The Sleep Store of Fort Collins, and you're going to get a better night's sleep. That's what they specialize in. All right, the final... Segment of the final hour of today's show is coming up as we continue to commemorate the uh, attacks that happened 22 years ago today. I will play once again the rousing rendition in the next hour of Queen Latifah as she sang last night at the D- Dallas Cowboy-New uh, York Giants football game with the backing vocals of the New York Police Department and the Fire Department of New York Joint Choir. If you missed that rendition, it might have been one of my favorite, uh, at least in modern uh, couple of years. It was a great job by Queen Latifah. We'll play that next hour of the show. Also, uh, the terrorist therapist, a fitting uh, Dr. Carol Lieberman is going to be on the program, America's psychologist. Also, Megan Barth going to be on the program in the next hour as well. Everybody, Stick around. There is more to come on this date that we commemorate what happened 22 years ago in America, the attack on our freedom, the attack on our way of life. Uh, We don't forget it here on this radio show. My name is Jimmy Lakey. If you want to jump in, send me an email, Jimmy Lakey at iheartmedia.com or 866-888-5449-Lakey-600-KCOL.